0: Yeah, if, if you were aware of that old mythology, mm-hmm. you would love to play yeah. as Neo.
1: Matrix Tricks.
0: I think that that is not the real
2: world.
3: I think mm. that is- oh. John Wick 4 and Matrix 4 are gonna come out on the same day. <gasps> oh
2: my oh. god. Same universe.
0: Yeah. Same movie. <laughs> new rock stars this is rogue theory and today we are theorizing about the matrix four it's coming may 2021 mr breathtaking keanu's coming back it's a it's a major nerd event that for me is right up there with marvel phase four and who knows maybe marvel phase four could be like revealed as another matrix simulation all of this is a simulation but no this is not a glitch (laughs) in the matrix i am eric voss but i'm just subbing in for philip this week so that you know he can go unplug himself whatever he's doing we wish him well but he'll be back next week uh but since i am in charge this week Yeah. Maybe this related to me winning the Golden Rogie last Ooh. week in the spring Award. Mm, we'll see. The Golden Rogie was the red pill. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and what? I'm awake and I'm loving life. <laughs> red
0: pill me. Um, I'm going to make you guys pitch me theories about the movie that I made creepy crappy short films about in middle school <laughs> The Matrix yeah. Universe Are we excited? Yes! yes. Yeah, freeing their minds with me are some of my favorite lines of code Marina Mastros <laughs> <Yes. Yay>. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Bechtold Absolutely Ooh. thrilled to be here, thank you <laughs> <laughs> And off-screen producer Zach Yay.
4: Yes, I'm on-screen You yeah. yeah. made <laughs> oh, Later this
0: episode, we we're going to theorize about future seasons of HBO's The Watchmen because it's not canceled forever. It's got to come back, right? Yeah. yeah. We're going to figure it out. Uh, but first, we're going to get into this new Matrix movie, and it's coming very soon, guys. It's shooting. It's going to start in a few weeks mm-hmm. in Chicago. The script is rumored to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Keanu and Carrie-Anne Moss are coming back. Lana Wachowski is back. Jada Pinkett-Smith is coming back. The guy who played the Merovingian, which I know you all care very passionately about, <laughs> yes. is coming back. Uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, of course, Dr. Man. Hatton, Black Mm -hmm. Manta. He's going to star as lead character, aside Jessica Henwick, who is Colleen Wing from Iron Fist. Now, there were some reports that Yaya was cast as a young Morpheus, but those haven't been 100% confirmed yet. Um, Neil Patrick Harris and Jonathan Groff are going to be playing supporting roles. It sounds Mm -hmm. like they're going to be pulling a similar move that The Force Awakens did with Star Wars, right? You're going to take some of the old stars from Mm -hmm. the old generation, bring them back in some new way to pass Mm -hmm. the torch to the new leads for hopefully a new trilogy. I know Warner's hoping for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, if you remember Matrix Revolutions, it ended with Neo and Trinity both dead. yeah. So I want you guys to pitch me your <laughs> rogue's theories. I do think
2: that the end of Matrix Revolutions is a bit of a uh, misdirect. I think that that is not the real world. I think that is oh. another... Sequence huh. in the Matrix that the the machines, the robots, programmed to confuse okay. humans who were getting a little too oh. woke. So oh. they created this kind of basically Jesus Christ sacrifice for Neo and, and and Trinity in her own way, sacrificing herself to make the humans believe that they've accomplished something that like that they've been oh. saved by these figures. Oh mm-hmm. yes, and to not ask any more questions. And that's where Ooh. we find ourselves in the year twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> It is a world similar to our world now. Uh, people are living in in big cities and and, 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 and out in farms, and, and and there's technology, and everyone you know has a job and a purpose, and they're constantly surrounded by imagery, literature, mm. advertising. The same way that you know government and religions, and this isn't a knock on any of those, but will advertise to us now. You know where we're, it's constant recruitment, right? Yeah. Like it's like you know, be saved, follow this or whatever, and they're and they're reminding us of the great sacrifice is Neo and Trinity made for us so that we don't oh. ask any more questions. Right. I love it. You know, we don't seek out any new wisdom because that would be disrespectful to the people who have given mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of allegorical to what goes on today. You know, I mean, there are a lot of, Things that we're told not to question any further because it's disrespectful to mm-hmm. the people that came before us. Mm-hmm. So I believe we see our new characters uh, kind of getting their own version of red pills. I think the idea of of updating and you know updating our technology becomes so so uh, so important. So I'd like to think of this as like there's going to be an update to the Matrix, mm-hmm. and that's okay. going to cause, as it often does with our technology, issues, glitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mistakes in the Matrix and that's going to awaken a certain group of new heroes to the idea that they are not as free as they think they are.
3: I, I do like Mexico. Tommy's theory, right? And it's such a nice, easy way both to include everything that happened in previous films mm-hmm. while also like giving us a little bit of a fresh start where you don't want to get back to those people trying to crack their way out of the illusion right? Mm-hmm. And that's such yeah. a cool way to do it. Yeah. That was the you. best. Thank you. That was That's great. The best and
0: part of it. What I like about it is it kind of answers that question for people who weren't satisfied with Matrix Revolutions climax that felt it was a bit too uh tied to a uh, monomyth um, hero the thousand faces mm-hmm. Joseph, uh, Campbell. Joseph Campbell yes. Christ's um story because now it just basically calls it out and says no that was intentional mm-hmm. because yeah we're, it's just a machine following an algorithmic again. script and no. there's a reason behind that. Yeah. Tommy, what would you call your movie Matrix Re I would call it
2: Matrix Re- Refreshed. Refreshed. Refresh. Oh, Refresh. Keeping yes. the R yeah. theme, yes. and nice. for that
0: fresh, fresh theory, I I'm going to be real generous with the Rogies. We get Tommy. to take somebody
3: a full episode to earn yeah, that money. What this means of
0: is, of when riches. Philip leaves the room, the inflation rate yeah. gets yeah. real. Out of yeah. So yeah. really, yeah. those is, are depreciated. This is
3: post-war Germany right now. Is what this <laughs> is. <laughs>
1: my pitch is that uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen and Jessica Henwick are born on the outside. They're living in that big cave system, right? And they're not plugged in at all. They never have been. But um, like the end of the last Matrix movie, people get the choice to live in the Matrix and be a a pod, or they can be free. And this is not too far from your allegory about modern times of like... People choose to go get plugged back in. Yeah, like, cipher. He wants yeah, it. Yeah, like, and also he has a point. Like it's a strong argument. So most what's happened is most people are back in the matrix. Ooh, so
0: how, out of like ten people, how many people? Eight. Eight out of wow. ten. Yeah, eight I could believe yeah. that. Honestly, I'd be one of the eight. Yeah. Right.
1: Like, look at your phone notifications. How many hours do you spend on your phone? That's the percentage sure. of like yes. right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's like, yeah. totally yeah. happening. My phone, like my phone, turned on and was like, "You have spent." Six hours, yes. oh and god. I was like, Oh my god, and it's
2: noon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know remember being up this yeah. morning.
1: <laughs> I woke up just to get on my phone. Uh, but so most of the people are in back in the pods, and uh, so this new cast of characters is determined to go back in and help people because they don't know what they're missing, mm-hmm. like, they're given the choice. You know, very young to be like. Do you want to live this very, very hard life outside, or do you want to go back in? It's it's uh, Plato's allegory, right, of the cave or the fire. Uh, not, not the cave or the fire, but behind the fire.
4: Sure.
1: You can either be burned alive
3: or you can <laughs>
4: yeah. live in a cave. Or can live in a cave. Yeah, we all, we all took that Perfect. Red
3: pill, blue pill. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Uh, but the way that this is different from Tommy's is that uh, this cast, so you're like, okay, we have Yaya Abdul-Mateen, we have Jessica Henwick. Where are the original cast? Okay, so when they go back in, when they take the red pill or whatever mm-hmm. it is that they plug back into their matrix to free everybody else, they can choose, they've been updated, they can choose who they look like
4: oh choose your player choose your player right so
1: uh, a little bit Jumanji right so you can go back in and Yaya Abdul-Mateen goes back in and he is Trinity he chooses to come back as Trinity because she's already dead she's been resurrected and what more powerful of a figure to be like hey guys like remember you your hero was one of your heroes was dead and now she's back to give you this very powerful message jessica henwick goes back in and uh is morpheus because in the original one morpheus is the one who who convinces neo yeah he's
0: the evangelical yeah Mm -hmm,
1: yeah so he goes around uh convincing people and every time they but they don't succeed obviously at first so they have to try again and they can go back in as anyone they want and that's when we get neo Love it. We get all the other characters that we are Niobe, coming back. Yeah. We get Niobe. Yeah, and they can gender switch.
0: Yeah, because right? that's what Lon Okowski mm-hmm. wanted to do with the right. original. Exactly. With switch. Yeah.
1: So now she gets to, and Love it. it's uh, and we get to have a reboot but also explore cast of new characters, but we also mm. get our old uh, favorites back.
0: I love that idea. And you know what? That sounds like a really, really fun thing. It sounds like what Ready Player One tried to do mm-hmm. with those themes mm-hmm. of like, you can be anyone. Yeah, And it's like, yeah, if, if you were aware of that old mythology, mm-hmm. you would love to play yeah. as Neo. That would, would be your character. Mm-hmm. You would love to play as Morpheus or any of these characters. Mm-hmm. And that gives, it's almost like what Jumanji has been doing. Yeah, you know, They're all Jumanji. kind of derivative of the Matrix, which is also derivative of Old Stories, Ghost in the Shell, other avatars stories. Um, <laughs> Marina, I love your theory so much. I'm going to give you two oh, silver my. rogies. Oh, yeah. and those, done. those are equal to two rogies
4: each. Wow. Wow.
0: wow. Guys, when uh, Philip comes no back, pressure. I'm going to demand
1: <laughs> at least four rogues. Yeah.
0: And Marina, tell us the title of your matrix. Uh,
1: Matrix Juman tricks.
0: <laughs> so going away from the R-E prefix. Because
1: <laughs> mine is basically Jumanji in the game. Yes. Yes. So it's yep. Matrix Jumontrix. That's, Juman that's
4: why she gets the silver handies, guys. You already gave them to me so it's yep. too yep. late
0: to mm-hmm. them back. Um, Zach you have okay. a, a tall bar to jump here.
3: Okay and I'm definitely not clearing the bar but I will run f- face first into it. Okay um, do it do it. <laughs> Uh, okay, this movie is more grounded. It's more about human characters. Mm. And like physically, it's more about like that John Wick shit, right? It's like people getting punched and kicked and it's less like flying through the sky and setting off like nuclear bombs with their body and Mm. stuff like that. And it's more like a grounded reality. And I think the way they do that is this is centered on Keanu Reeves' Neo but right? (laughs) A quick recap. A lot of the Matrix Revolutions involve like and and Reloaded involved kind of like Agent Smith and Neo kind of like weirdly rubbing off on each other, right? Mm Like Neo killed Agent Smith. (laughs) Lots of rubbing. (laughs)
0: That was in my short film.
4: Too much rubbing. Yeah, we can't
0: show those short films. You know,
3: Neo kills Agent Smith at the end of the first movie, but then he comes back kind of infected by some of Neo's DNA and that that lets him go rogue Uh and whatever. And at the end, they kind of like assimilate into each other and then Neo blows both of them up to like kind of end the war. So like the these two characters are linked. so maybe when we see Keanu Reeves now, he's been infected by agent uh, Smith oh. Oh. and Neo is the bad guy. I love this movie. Cool. He is the Darth Vader. He is the Anakin oh, wow. of this movie. And all these other characters now have to take down
0: Neo. No, so that, is he yeah. in a new rebooted matrix or has he been kind of reborn? Well, he, he could
3: exist in both. Right. And we okay. saw in the matrix uh, sequels, right. That like, The robots have started to infect. Humans.
0: That's right. right? Like, with the uh, with Bane. Yeah. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Like so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's walking around in the caves of uh, Zion. Oh. Right. Like looking like a John. You know, dapper John Wick guy. Mm-hmm. But like he's been infected by like his experience. Oh, okay. You know, we could still have some of the same plot elements you guys have brought up. Like two different factions of humanity. Like the kind of pro Matrix and then the pro freedom kind of live outside mm-hmm. the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And like maybe maybe there's some more. You know, I like the idea though that this is about human humans with maybe the programs and the robots pulling some strings in the background siding with one side or the other but at, at its core this is a human story yeah. about like humans fighting mm-hmm. humans that's great right because i think yeah. there's also a takeaway of the sequels is like when we got like the animatrix and all the backstory it's like nobody was evil the robots weren't necessarily evil and the programs weren't that's necessarily right. evil they were at odds often mm-hmm. and they fought but hey you know humans fight wars all the time. It's not because one side's evil necessarily. Machines
0: have no moral code. It is Mm -hmm. we humans who are evil. Mm. Hey, I love your theory because it's like I I would love a uh, like what if we saw um, an evil Neo just going Mm -hmm. through that machine farm in the pods just like John Wick plugging (laughs) each one to free them. (laughs) But That's like kind of too, oh right? God. Yeah.
3: Yeah. By the way, there is still this rumor that like John Wick 4 and Matrix 4 are going to come out on the same day. <gasps> oh my oh, God. Same universe, oh. maybe? Yeah. Please. Maybe they're the same See. movie. See. Same oh, movie. Oh my God. John Wick's Wick. tricks. John Wick's was, a, was an illusion the whole time. Yeah. Right? Oh, False yeah. reality. May-tweck. There is there oh. is no Wick's.
0: Matrix. <laughs> Well, uh, Zach, tell us, um, and I'll get back to you. Tell us the title of your Matrix 3.
3: Matrix (laughs) Rutro?
0: (laughs) Rutro? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Retro. Yes. And, Zach, I love your theory, so I am going to give you, I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you these two. Two. And hell, why not? An Uh, unstable uh, tower. There we go three well done never. those were some excellent matrix theories Yay! I would be thrilled to see any of those right? and right. hopefully elements of all three will work it into in Lana Wachowski's story and then, when and, we're
1: in the theater we can stand up and go aha
0: and let us know in the comments down below what your ideal matrix for because to me this is it's right up there with multiverse of madness spider-man 3 thor love and thunder this is going to be the biggest film of 2021 potentially mm-hmm. so comment down below with your ideal um, and before we talk about how HBO can go into Watchmen season 2 Uh, We want to give you a uh, quick message from a sponsor that helps us make this show. I'm going to go run over to the Blue Dungeon to do it. Hey, Eric, back in the Blue Dungeon here to thank the sponsor of this episode, Bang Energy. Every can of Bang is 16 ounces. That's right, there's no wimpy 12-ounce cans here. It contains 300 milligrams of caffeine. It's sugar-free and has zero calories, yet it tastes great with over 20 flavors to choose from. One of those great flavors is Bangster Berry. Let's give it a whirl. Yeah, it's just that solid, great berry taste. I don't know if I myself am a bangster yet. That's for you to decide. But it's not like this overwhelming, suffocating berry flavor. It's just like an accent of one, and it gives you plenty of energy. Like, folks, there are some mornings I was up late the night before writing a full movie breakdown, and I'm just, like, dragging myself across the floor trying to get to work. A can of Bang Energy helps pick me up so I can star blast through some more work. Check out Bang on Instagram. You can get 25% off your order at bang-energy.com when you use the code NEWROCKSTARS25. There, you can get a variety 12-pack with a of their flavors, flavors like pina colada, cotton candy, and yeah, bangster berry here. Berries that taste so good, bang, is what you're gonna wanna do to them. Gross. Thanks again to Bang Energy for sponsoring this video. Get 25% off at bang-energy.com using the code NEWROCKSTARES25 and follow the inventor of Bang on Instagram at bangenergy.ceo uh, And uh, we're back at of blue touch. <laughs> it's so cold uh, in there guys. It's, it it's, really it's kind is. of it's blue energy. Dirt, it's like It's wild that you had a different shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> While you were running there, you took that shirt was and why put it was on so a new <laughs> like, t-shirt. Yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> um, before we get to our next topic, I want to quickly check and remind everyone that we have a new show on this channel. It is my favorite thing that we have Done in so long. It's called the Big Question, and it's a it's a two host show. Usually, it's Philip and me. Sometimes we have guests coming in. Uh, Marina has been on episode. She's going to mm-hmm. be in uh, the upcoming episode, maybe in a couple weeks. Um, and it's just we tackle the biggest nerdiest question, and we give you too much information. We do too much research, and we get to some real dark conclusions, like uh, Palpatine's sexual history uh, or the weird ways Baby Yoda ages mm-hmm. and goes through puberty. And uh, yeah, uh, Marina, you were on that episode. Yep. It was super fun. We did the
1: Baby Yoda episode. It was really fun. We also drank, like usually there's water in our cups now. But not for big questions.
0: Not for big questions. No. It's, it's, and that's what big I, drinks for big
3: questions. <laughs> Tommy's going to be on a future episode Tommy as well. Will yes. Finally, did did, did, uh, it's on the channel. This yes, is what happens
0: when Philip goes away. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of new laws get written yes. and probably get revoked when he comes back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so please check that out and share it with your. If you like it, share it around mm-hmm. because that's how we, we need to get the word out about this. So we can keep doing more of it and more of these kind of alternate formats. Because mm-hmm. like, we're not going to stop doing blue screen stuff. We're we're going to be doing more and more of that stuff. But we want to like uh, have more opportunities. Opportunities to ask different kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. And Big Question is like mm-hmm. our first big, bold step in yeah. that direction. So mm-hmm. share it around. Uh, all right, let's talk about Watchmen, guys. Yes. The first season of Watchmen on HBO, was, it was a huge critical and fan hit. We all loved it. Damon Lindelof was a showrunner. He said that he wanted to tell a full story in eight episodes, and he did. He did a great job of that. Mm-hmm. But he also said that he might be done with it and he'll let someone else tell a different story uh, or that he might just wait and see if he gets more ideas for it in the future and um, figure out where to take it from there. And so he has right now, HBO has said, we're not going to do a second season without him it seems like they're letting that season stand on its own mm-hmm. and then maybe sometime in the future someone new will come along or Lindelof will come off so I'm gonna let's take that opportunity for us to pretend like mm-hmm. we are in front of HBO I'll be HBO for this thought experiment <laughs> and pitch to me uh what new version of Watchmen you want to do uh an, an additional season uh a completely new take you're Lindelof in this scenario uh and and pitch to me what you want Watchmen season two to focus on
1: uh, thanks for thanks for having this pitch meeting with me, HBO.
0: Yeah, I'm very busy, and uh, I'm just watching a lot of um, um porn. It's just porn that we put on this channel. <laughs> and more we light like, stories around more it.
3: More like horny box office. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you found the secret
0: H, my friend, and you get a rogui for that. <laughs> ah! I'm wearing a do- big cowboy hat and yeah, suspenders yeah. and there's oil fields behind me wow. so go ahead.
1: all I had to do was make sex jokes <laughs> here I come uh hey oh alright mm-hmm. so uh, I'm gonna bring in a new director for the second season of Watchmen and it's a director who uh crushed it at the box office but was overlooked for a lot of awards who is Melina Matsukis, mm. who directed Queen and Slim where would she take us she takes us back in time to a western okay mm. it's a western season of Watchmen totally different totally separate from season one. And Sitting Bull just decimates Custer. That's right. He kills him and all the other uh, army people with him. And Sitting Bull is just like a huge champion, right? And we see how Sitting Bull becomes a legend and a hero and a superhero, right? That's a right, real yeah. person, but also a superhero from that point. And he is the person who assembles a new Western, like magnificent, magnificent seven <gasps> crew. Uh, it's sitting bull. It's Buffalo bill. It's Annie Oakley. And it's, a, it's a lot of, uh, it, it's also Mexican American characters because they were heavily present in the, uh, Old West, mm. black characters, Chinese American characters, because they were present for the building of the railroad. Yeah, they're all there. Yep. That's so we see the original American heroes were not General Custer and not the American government and not the white settlers. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> it was uh, the other people. It was the Native Americans. Mm. It was the immigrants. It was the minorities, and they had their day. They were on their way to the ri- to rise to the top, and then regular America just squished them back down and then we get our history books today. But she, I think, would focus on that uh, and it would be so cool and so badass and we get a western out of it
4: hell yeah we need
0: more stories about like the Native American origins oh yeah. indigenous people because 100%. they have been erased from mm-hmm. from our society Literally, sadly yeah. and like I want to hear more of this because those are fascinating mm-hmm. stories what you pitched sounds very interesting and mm-hmm. it sounds like thematically linked with the trajectory of current watchmen yeah. because we saw this like backstory with Bass Reeves mm-hmm. who like a lot of people accuse the Lone Ranger of being ripped off from mm-hmm. Bass Reeves oh, which was yeah. a real figure mm-hmm. in, in American culture and American history um, so it sounds like it's linked with that but what's also cool about it is this whole story of Custer like the Seventh Cavalry. That's right. Got its name. That was the group that was with Custer, mm-hmm. and Custer's Last Stand was like part of. The, so you have like a literal link mm-hmm. to the HBO show. Mm-hmm. And for that, Marina, I'm going to give you. Let's see. Uh, five <laughs> big rogues. <laughs> look at that. Right. look at this top score, guys. Wow. This is great. real good. So I'm uh, rolling
1: in rogues,
2: y'all. I will go next, <laughs> sir. Thank ah. you. For welcoming me into your I'm a office. busy man. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. then I won't waste much of your time. I'm great, but uh, I would like to know what happened in New York oh. after the monster, the squid monster yes. attack. Yes. Like, yes. I, like, okay. we, Zach and I were talking about it, and like you know, t- based on real life, you see how New York after 9 11, what happened with the city, you know, with all the, the, the monuments and, and building the mm-hmm. Freedom it Tower, together, and just the yeah. mm-hmm. even the like. Celebrity presence, and that's something Watchmen pulls uh, so well in the comics is taking real world events and and real world uh, celebrity and 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 putting them into the events that happen in the comic books. So like, you know, what are the telethons that are happening in New York City? You know what what artists are coming together to make a tribute song about the squid? Sure, you know, like like, like the different pop culture things you can have so much fun with. And then I think you know the one character we really didn't get uh, much information about is Night Owl. Oh, so, yeah.
3: yeah, like a, he refused to sign on after the act, right. So mm-hmm. him, right. Yeah.
2: So we think he's in prison, but like, I think we'll meet a guy who is there in New York City when the attack, the first attack happens, and we don't, we follow him in the current day, mm. and we won't quite know for the first few episodes what his connection is, but I think he's going to either be yeah. Dan Drybert's son or Dan Driver's okay. nephew or somebody who has a connection to Night Owl, and we'll see, like, in the same way that so much happened in the first season of Watchmen, but it really only happened in Tulsa. Ostensibly, there could be a ton of action going on in New York City, too. You know, there mm-hmm. could be other things happening. So mm. I would like to see uh, the world of Watchmen established in season one. Like that universe, those characters all exist, but what's going on uh, northeast in New York City?
0: That's, That's cool. right, Tommy, That's I like your idea. Yep. And soon, I'm going to reward you <laughs> with a budget of three Rogues wow. to make this season. Three, three so Rogues quite a stack you're oh building gosh, there too lousy with
3: rogues right now <laughs> um, alright Zach okay.
0: step into the conference room what you room. got
3: son? sir thank you so much for having me <laughs> uh, I want to weave it with a different historical event mm. a different historical figure let's really embrace the horror
4: Ooh, of some of these okay. things right
3: there's some really scary stuff what's a, a scarier historical event than H.H. H. Holmes <sighs> oh and his oh, murder hotel. Yeah. Okay. I watched a whole documentary oh, yeah. on that. Yes, Devil it's in great. Devil City. in the White City. Great breakfast, though. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: really
3: great, good, great intercultural breakfast. breakfast.
1: Great B&B. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, and, and viewer, if you're not familiar with A.J. Holmes, go look it up. Really scary, real mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. So what if, like, we go back in time, kind of like um, Marina's idea. And maybe this is even in the same way that the Minutemen were, like, the generation before – the original 80s watchmen mm. Maybe we go back one more generation okay there's some other group
4: yeah right
3: yeah. the um the 32nd men or whatever <laughs> right <laughs> and there's like another group that maybe rises up to fight or to take down this like menace of HH H. Holmes these yeah. people disappearing right mm-hmm. and it's kind of because nobody did right nobody yeah, stopped it, no right? one knew yeah. it's kind of like ground level uh because I think another cool theme from the graphic novel the first season everything is that like vigilantism doesn't work Mm. right right like all the heroes in the watchmen like are either totally ineffective or Mm. like the good they do is maybe bad right Mm -hmm. right you could argue the most effective guy is ozymandias and he kills millions of people right right. he accomplishes what he wants but it's like at what cost right right? Mm -hmm. and like dr manhattan even the guy with true power like doesn't necessarily use it for great means Mm. so like i i would love to explore like you know this maybe this group of like Turn of the century, little League of Extraordinary Gentlemen types. Right. Maybe Ooh. some cool. Private Eyes, Steampunk, this is Private Eyes, yeah. Susan uh, yeah. feels- B. Slamphony <laughs> would could be one of them? <laughs> that's a, she that's just a, she's a strong <laughs> woman. She's a strong woman that just it's watch ma- Watch Mania. Yeah. She is, she is, she is she- people's heads nineteen <laughs> times yeah. for yeah, the Nineteenth yeah. Amendment. <laughs> it's a horror, and it's scary. Horror. That's kind of like the. You and I both love The Outsider. Yeah, we talk about mm-hmm. it every Monday. Mm-hmm. We're watching the current HBO series. I mean, and you, sir, as HBO executive, yeah. you're
0: responsible. Yeah. For- you know a way to an HBO man. So <laughs> that's oh. Zach for your HH uh, Home steampunk season because mm-hmm. I said steampunk and I'm just applying it Thank to your you. theory. Thank um, you. I'm going to give you a one Rogie, but. Ooh.
1: Oh. It's the last one we I am <laughs>
0: out of rogies, so I'm going to the unpainted ones. naked rogies. Naked rogies. Another. <laughs> Another. Wow. Another. Wow!
4: two rogies, and, raw. rogies. <laughs> wow. Uh,
0: and these are worth the value of regular rogies so you get five rogies, oh, rogies yeah. you got one Robbers, one. one regular rogies. but I'm going to take away rogies. one of your quarter uh, both <laughs> yes. of your quarter rogies oh. and give them to Tommy for Susan B. Slam moving wow. <laughs> <laughs> on to rogue questions yes. <laughs> number one inspired by the popularity of Baby Yoda artist Leonardo VT has created a baby Jabba the Hutt mm. you guys see this? You guys see this? <laughs> What's the worst possible character, Star Wars or otherwise, to make a baby version of?
1: Baby Jabba the Hutt. Uh, Baby Jar Jar Binks.
0: (laughs) Baby Jar Jar Binks. Mm Binks. Baby Hitler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, any character? Yeah, yeah. baby Hitler. Yeah,
0: uh, character. character. You can't yeah. 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 What a character. <laughs> for baby Hitler, the most accurate of what yeah, you would hate for is. the baby. Yeah. Tommy gets the rogie. You get. A wow. Oh, that's a a from, a from, from last week's sinister circus we episode. Be- All right. Uh, question two: mm. The Robert Downey Jr. starring Doolittle mm. ends, and this is a spoiler warning. If <laughs> it's, it's,
4: I think <laughs> we're fine
0: with an extended dragon rectal exam and a dragon fart. He pulls like bagpipes out. <laughs> its like a What mythical creature would have the worst smelling farts? Oh, I, I would
3: say it's got to be the minotaur.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hairy,
4: yeah.
2: muscly. Let me, let me let me argue something. <laughs> eating virgins. Let me yeah. let me argue something. The minotaur has a fairly consistent diet. He's fairly. <laughs> he lives in a labyrinth. Okay, he's eating a lot of hedge maze juice. <laughs> <Zeus. laughs> Transforms his body to be different animals oh. and different beings, so he's oh. eating a lot of different diets. It's okay, a combination yeah, yeah. in his stomach of like a hawk that eats rodents yes. and mm-hmm. birds, and then like a, a sea creature that eats brine and shrimp, and then a man that eats big beefy steaks. I think that's got to be the grossest asshole I've ever heard of. <laughs> um,
3: Tommy makes the
0: most sense. Okay, okay Tommy. Yeah, Thanks, guys. He's getting another sinister sex wow. character. He's getting an electro. Oh my oh, wow. god, Jamie so, Fox. It is now anyone's game. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, uh, final it's row question. Like we this.
1: No, those are fair. Okay. Yeah. A those Karate
0: Kid musical is in the works. Oh, oh my Pitch me a song from Karate Kid, the musical, and sing it if you can.
1: My song is called Sometimes You Stand on a Pole.
0: <laughs> oh,
4: nice.
1: And it goes like this uh, Sometimes You Stand on a Pole. And sometimes you get the best role. Oh. Sometimes you have
3: to do karate. Oh shit. Uh,
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
3: Sometimes you gotta hurt somebody.
4: (laughs) Thanks for the help. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice assist. Uh,
2: My song is called It's From the Perspective of Johnny's Mother. And it's called (laughs) I Bought My Teenage Son a Skeleton Costume for Halloween. I thought about taking my life today as I looked upon my son. He put on his grown-up skeleton costume. I hate myself for what I've done. I've got a teenage boy dressed like a little kid. I don't know what I just did. Johnny, I'm not your real mom. Your real mom was a hooker.
0: That's pretty
1: good. That was good. That like rhymes. I
2: have to, that I have to follow that.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah it was it was really really like a, 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 Two verses and I'll a we'll chorus. Help you. In we'll that. help you. We'll okay, help you. Find Thank, you. Help Thank, you. Help Thank help you. you. A song of philosophy. Wax on. Wax off. The wax needs to go on or off. You move your right hand. You move your left. You have to move your right hand and your left. I mean,
4: it's so simple. And we <laughs> both good. overlooked it. Yeah. It's catchy. Yeah. That's, That's, That's right the John and,
3: and you need repetition if you're going to yeah, teach yeah, yeah, somebody mm-hmm. a lesson. Oh, yeah. You know? That's, That's right. very
0: true.
1: How we could have missed that, I don't know. No, that song <laughs> was...
0: It was right there. It was right there. Good um, to go. Well, this is very hard for me, um, but I think... The winner is going to be Tommy, I think. <laughs> well, and just because I believe in Overkill 2, Golden <laughs> <virus>. <laughs> wow. Why not? Why not? So, in yes. Tommy's wishes, everyone has to send Philip a get well message. Oh,
4: uh, nice. He's not sick, but we still have to <laughs> send <present> him a <laughs>
0: well. Okay, uh, that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. It's been a pleasure. I'll probably never be allowed to do it again. For, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and maybe that's for the best. Yes. Uh, thanks to our guest, Marina Mastros. Yes. Anything you got?
1: Uh, uh, you what? can follow me on Twitter at Marina Mastros. And I'll be on Big Question soon.
2: Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tommy Bechtold. Follow me at Tommy Backtold, and uh,
0: follow me in real life at <laughs> Gina's East Pizza on Riverside. Go yeah. see me waiting tables tonight. <laughs> yeah. And of course, off screen producers at. Hello, Yay. don't follow me anywhere. I'll be off screen. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe to the New uh, Rockstars Rogue Theory podcast mm. feed. You can stay tuned to the YouTube channel uh, for this and lots of other shows, including Big Question, also, other stuff we talked about. You can uh, follow New Rockstars on Twitter at New Rockstars. Follow me at EA Voss and Philip. My friend, you got to pull through this um, because we don't have enough props on this set to award. So get back here and return and restore order.
3: Philip, you know, I've never met anybody before that's been in a celery accident. Mm. Um, (laughs) But you know what? If anybody can pull through uh, and get those little uh, green strings out Mm -hmm. of their teeth, Mm -hmm. it's you, buddy. You're strong. (laughs) Philip? Papa?
2: We begged you not to ride that horse without a saddle. (laughs) But now your balls have been pulverized. <laughs> and we wish you a speedy recovery. God knows I need you back here sooner than later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Philip, when you opened that um, canister of protein powder and you in- <laughs> and you inhaled with that reckless abandon, oh, no. you filled your lungs by accident mm. with uh, chocolate. And you were have been in the hospital for months. But I'm wishing you well. I'm wishing you hot tea, recovery, tea Mm -hmm. with honey, and may that protein powder make its way out of your lungs, out of your mouth, and back into this chair where it
4: belongs. Mm
0: -hmm. See, when I filled my lungs with chocolate, I turned into this. (laughs) 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 Who knows how the body works. (laughs) See you guys next week. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.